at the end of every day. There's a great big beautiful tomorrow, and tomorrow is just... Hello and welcome to Of Mice in Main Street, man. I am Tristan. You sounded a little hesitant. Are you sure? Are you sure you're Tristan? You know, here's the thing, my friend. Uh, yes. I think I am who I am. And the reason <laughs> I am positive of this is because nobody else but me would be dumb enough to be as busy as I currently am. So yep. I think I'm... I, I, I think the hesitation was more or less disbelief that I am. Okay. Like, how about All that? Right. Well, I, that I am track? at least, I, I, I give you that. I support you in however you need to support you. And I will chime in with, and I'm Sean. <laughs> See, I mean, and that's, you know, already people are entertained. And I feel like that's what dear, we bring to the podcast. Dear table. God, let's hope so. Let's so, hope so. And if they're not, well, well, then then turn us off now because you're only guess, getting yeah. more of the same. <laughs> so, so today, you know, you know what though? I think that intro, that intro, that intro, that intro. Wow, we are off to a great start. That intro. Thank um, God we don't edit because you know if we no. can edit this out. No, you know what? Would, I think it's part of our charm is that we don't yeah. edit. Um, well. It's what we tell ourselves. Yes, exactly. Who but I do believe it. I do believe in my heart. That is part of our charm. Yes, absolutely. But I think I think this this weird uh, start kind of plays into our topic for today, which is it we're does. talking about. Yeah, it really does. Like our we're talking about our top ten attraction characters or characters within an attraction, and I think you and I could be in an attraction. Right now, we are... Oh, oh, dear friend, dear friend, I will tell you, at number eight, we do exist. I'm not sure you know that because I don't think it's in your realm of reference, but we are, we are solidly in my number eight. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, so in classic fashion, I picked 10, but I have like... Uh, five or six honorable mentions because yeah, ooh, uh, yeah i'm totally yeah, i have i have four four honorable mentions okay good and a couple of well a couple of mine are are multifaceted so it's like oh in our top yeah. 10 i've got good like 27 yeah i mean i'll be honest there are a few that are i packaged together because i'm like well i can't just pick one anyway we'll get into that we're gonna get into it um so yeah, that is that is. Uh, but you know what? To go back real quick, how are you? We didn't really ask because we we made it all about me. I'm so sorry. Well, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. And I, 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 you know, when we were deciding this topic, I was like, um, okay, you know, we sort of you threw it out, and I was like, yeah, that's a good topic. And I started making my list, and you know, checked in with the misses, and was like, is there anything I'm really missing? And and and, you know, I think we we solidly agreed on a couple of things, but I I am I am very excited by this topic. I am too, and I my list ended up being not what I thought it would be going into it. And I always like that when I when yeah. I pick one thing going in, and then I look at the list and I was like, oh, that's different. Well, and, and I, like I will I I will say going into this, I went there are there are many entries in this list that I think certainly predate your Disney awareness. And I'm I go, sure. but I'm going to talk about them because I feel they're really interesting. And so I, I hope that adds to the charm of the episode. No, I'm excited about that. Actually. I always learn things or like, I forget something well, exists when you bring it up and it's very you, exciting. You're going to get schooled at number 10. I'm pretty sure. Cause my number 10 is pretty obscure. I'm excited. I'm excited. Well, so let's should with... we tell the folks what we're, I mean, I'm sure they've seen the nice graphic that you've created, but what, what are we actually talking about? Oh, I thought I said it. Maybe I didn't. In my I head, I, I don't think we did. <laughs> well, what we're and talking about is. Ironically, our, our... I did listen to some of our past 
oh, I listened to our bracket episode. There was one point where we were sure we hadn't said who someone was playing against, but we had. And another point where we thought we had and we hadn't. So, Well, just to be safe then, we're talking about our top 10 attraction characters. Oh, um, yes. Yes. So now we have said it in case we yeah. forget. So, so please jot it down in case you forget it, dear listener. Top 10 attraction characters. <laughs> um, all right. So let's let's start off with your number 10 then, Mr. McCall. All right. This this is truly a blast from my childhood. But when you said this, and, and let's make it clear, I at least from my end, an attraction character is someone who only exists in a created attraction. Correct. Yes. It's not like, you know, I mean, because so many quintessential Disney characters exist within attractions, but that's not who we're talking about. We're talking about characters who were invented or created for attractions themselves. Yes. Right? And I, yes. And I think only yes. one of mine, I have a question about whether or not that okay. qualifies. Well, well, I will certainly share my opinion with I know you whatever will. the hell it is you're talking about. But it's only one, and then one of my honorable mentions falls into that category, but that's why it's in an honorable mention. So, All right, so so my number 10 delves deeply into my childhood because one of my, and I don't know, have we talked about this on the show before? One of my favorite attractions in my first decade of Disney visiting was the Mickey house review have we, talked we have about talked it? about this yes we've talked about this but i'm excited okay. for you to talk about it right and 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 it had a history you know and basically they closed it in florida and moved it to tokyo so right. good for them but but when we when you first mentioned this topic and i went a character that appears nowhere but an attraction I actually misnamed him when I wrote it down. I called him Soundwave. But when I went and did a little research on the internet, I realized his name was Soundtrack. The pre-show, the pre-show of the Mickey Mouse review involved this this line on the screen who introduced himself and i found some i found a transcription of the pre-show and he actually talked about the fact that hi my name is soundtrack i'm this tall skinny guy who you know basically works off camera and the whole thing about it was was it was talking about how the idea of sound being introduced with Steamboat Willie and how they both sort of entered the business at the same time. Uh -huh. But but it was this line on the screen and it was clearly an animated thing, but it's like he started talking about, you know, you know, you hear this cymbal crash and it's like, oh, and then he like, you know, sort of becomes this like, he personifies cymbal crash. And then he like, you know, there's a little, like this harp thing and he undulates and it's like, I, so maybe there are like three people listening to this episode who remember soundtrack, but I, I had to include him because he is an indelible part of my childhood. I like that choice. That's very cool. I like well, that you lot. listen to me blather on for like three minutes. What else could you say, really? Well, Other no, than... I always en I always enjoy the trips down memory lane with your stuff, especially stuff that doesn't like really exist necessarily anymore, because then it forces me to be like, oh, well, I'm going to go on a deep dive about that later because I want to know all about it. And um, you should, I hope. So that that is my most obscure. I'm I'm getting obscure out of the way at 10. So my number so 10, 10, yeah, so my number 10 kind of falls a little bit into that category. It's something everyone knows about, but it's something that I didn't know about until I kind of did a deep dive on it a, a number of years ago, and that's the orange bird. Um, okay, this is interesting because Jackie asked me if orange bird would count, and I told her no. So here's, here's why I think orange bird counts. 
because technically that is a sponsor of the Tiki Room attraction in Sunshine Street Terrace. So I'm, I'm cheating. This is my question. Right. This is where I didn't know if this one fit in or not. But that's why I put it at number 10 so we can get out of the way. It is technically a character that does walk around the park and it's not, it's a weird. Well. Oh, well, not yeah. anymore, but like, um, I just think it's become such a phenomenon since they kind of brought him back a number of years ago too. Well, where... and now he's he's clearly like reached like like meta status. I mean, you know, it's like, you know, he is he is his own snack at like certain you know, times of the year at Epcot. And it's like, well, he, he he got his own zipper for Pete's sake. He got his own so clothing line. He is, you know what I'm saying? Right. He's clearly so, an icon. Clearly yeah. an icon. So I decided to cheat it a little bit. And I know, I know, I know. It does, it's technically not inside an attraction but it's outside and you know what i mean it is it is clearly clearly linked to an attraction yes so i'm fascinated like when i first because i remember the first time i actually saw it was soon after they had like restored him outside sunshine um sunshine tree terrace there like the pictures and everything sunshine sunshine Terrace. you know what i have had a day i have done like three shows today but I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I did not, <laughs> no, I did okay. not mean to mock you, Orange Bird. Oh, no, you you can mock me all you want. But um, so I decided to look it up and I had no idea, you know, the the origins of the the advertisement for, you know, Florida Citrus Company, you know, leading into. Oh, uh, oh yes. Oh, like, and then, uh, well, there's some scandal involved in that past. Yes, but there is. Yes, there is. We yeah. Okay, so you found it. We yeah. don't have to delve into that, but yeah. Ugh. Yeah, someday Orange, we should Orange actually chat about is, that more. But yes. Orange Bird is my number ten. And if and if listeners, if you if you're if you're living under a rock and don't know Orange Bird at this point, uh, go deep dive on that because there is some from the advertising to animated shorts to the theme parks. Yeah, um, uh, it's fascinating, but it's kind of become this like cult little classic. Yes. I even have, I even have a, a cup that sits on my desk that I got a couple of years back um, that had a delicious drink in it, but it's a cute little cup with the orange bird. I have a, I have a, I have a little like thing for the orange bird. Cause I think it's just a very interesting Disney lore. So number 10 it is, is the orange well, bird. Well, and clearly we spend as much time on each of our other nine, as we spent on number 10, this episode will be two and a half hours long. I know. I'll try to move it along. But Me you know, too. sometimes we both go down spokes. So we do. We do. It's a thing. So my number nine or your number nine? I'll go for number nine, sir. All right. This this one, I I do think it might appear on yours because this is one of your questions essential favorites I, I does that spark something in you what do, where do you think i'm going with this are you going to uh carousel progress i am sir okay mine i i How, i think i know where you're going do you do you have carousel of progress characters in your top 10 oh yes but but way higher okay well then I'm sad if this is a spoiler, but I'm pretty sure it probably is. This is my only Carousel of Progress character, but it is Cousin Orville. Ooh, we have a different character from that. So oh. we're, this is great. Okay. Well, good. Okay, so my number nine is Cousin Orville. Just, and partly just, just the refreshingness of that weird guy who's off in the tub, but I will say, and when I mentioned to Jackie that he was on my list the last uh-huh. time, which was just this January that we went on the Carousel of Progress and I sent you the picture and said, oh my gosh, they just told us that it was what, the like the 40th anniversary uh-huh. of the Carousel opening in Disney World, but we did not see him and I like, well, oh. have have they sort of, have they sort of, we heard him, but I'm like, well, is his light burned out? 
or have they decided it's too problematic to show a guy in a bathtub with a fan blowing across a block of ice? I was not sure. I did not know whether it was a technical failure or if Cousin Orville had been slightly canceled. Oh, interesting. I don't know. I don't know. I've not heard and and I think about. we will only know in the future if they repair his light. Because I was like, wait, wait, I'm hearing him, but why don't I, why don't I see him? Interesting. Yeah, I've not heard anything about- He was a burst about... of joy in that show. Yeah, yeah. interesting. It's, it's just a tribute to the relatives who show up in your house that you wish you could get rid of. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So my number nine is Cousin Orville. Okay. My number nine is uh, is Patrick, the flooded, the the Patrick Warburton oh, from Soren. I love um, him. He is not on my list, but I love him. I know. I absolutely love his performance in that too. And there's just something very, like, it just, like, brings me so much joy. Because a lot of times Harper will want to watch, like, the 4K videos on YouTube of various attractions. And that one, and I'll be listening to it, and I hear his voice, and I'm just, like, taken back instantly to the parks, which is where I love to be. Because what does he call the mouse ears? These little... These little babies. These little babies. These Um, little babies. That's just classic. Yeah, so that is my number nine, is uh, is Patrick, okay. the flight attendant. Yeah, love that. Oh, well, this is interesting, because my number eight comes from the same real estate. Oh, okay. The same real estate as Patrick, which, of course, is Soren. But, but once upon a time before they knocked out that wall and built Soren, there were two attractions, one an opening day attraction and one a revamped version. Can you name either of those? I know, I don't, I don't know. Oh, well, thank God you have me to school you in the history of the Disney universe. Okay. So, and, and oh, and, and small personal trivia, the first pavilion I ever visited the night before Epcot opened was the land. Okay. Yes. That, I knew that. that was, yep. I remember with my parents, like for the first time ever getting on a monorail and going to the Epcot park the night uh-huh. before it opened and wandering around and ending up in the land. Well, that night and for about uh, 13 years, the attraction in there that you could walk into down where Soren now has its home is the Kitchen Cabaret. Oh, yes. I, I, I've, yeah, I've read about that. I did not know that's where that was. It, yes. Okay. So the Kitchen Cabaret, which then became, do you, do you know that? I do not. In the 90s, it became Food Rocks. Because they decided Kitchen Cabaret was a little too your grandparents' like fruit and vegetables <laughs> singing. Sure. And they wanted it to. So my, my number eight encompasses basically both of those versions. Because my first character is Bonnie Appetite. Okay. I, I wish it was Bonnie Appetite, but her name was Bonnie Appetite. And okay. if you go back and watch the YouTube videos, she was the hostess of the kitchen cabaret and you know she had a little apron she was awesome and i just go she will forever in my mind be linked to that attraction so Uh so she's my first part of number eight when they redid it to sort of hip it up and make it a lot more you know cool with the kids in the 90s it became food rocks which became which was like a parody concert of, of like, we are the world basically. Uh-huh. Um, but it was hosted by food rapper F U D, but like with the, with the long U sound, uh-huh. I, I looked this up on the internet to find <laughs> out how it was spelled. And do you know who voiced food rapper? I can't say that I do, but it I'm excited tone, to hear. Tone Loke. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, go back and watch that stuff. It is insane. Insane. 
But uh, but my third part of number eight, which is clearly a cheat, but goes back to the original Kitchen Cabaret. And when I said you and I were represented here, we we were we there is no question that had we been personified in a Disney attraction in the 80s, we would have been ham and eggs. Because ham and <laughs> eggs, ham and eggs, go back. Have you seen video of ham and eggs? Yes, I have. Yes, I they, have. They are clearly the hub and spokey of their time. Oh, that's funny. So, so that, so my number eight is the real estate of Soren. It is Bonnie <laughs> Appetite. It is food wrapper. It is ham and eggs. Oh, that's great. I love that. Oh, so, yeah, so, I need I need to go do some more deep dive on some of that stuff. Well, because we, I, I honestly, until like we were talking about this, Jackie and I, and went back and like got the YouTube like videos of both of those attractions. It was like, well, oh, oh, and I will say that the original Kitchen Cabaret is where Veggie Veggie Fruit Fruit came from. Okay, which which is a classic. There is no question. Veggie Veggie Fruit Fruit is is like the it's a small world of Epcot. It's it's just been slightly lost. But but oh, and it's referenced in Guardians of the Galaxy. There's a brilliant reference in in uh, the pre-show for Galactic Rewind that mm-hmm. if you're a true like opening day Epcot fan, it is hysterical. See, this is why I like doing this podcast with you because not only do our <laughs> listeners learn things, I usually learn things and I'm like, well, there well, goes an hour of my life later when I'm going to be deep diving into uh, all opening right. day Epcot. You you will enjoy it. Watch Food Rocks and uh, the Kitchen Cabaret with two okay. kids. I will have to check that out. That's right. lovely. So well, what's what's your eight? So my eight is actually Figment from Journey into Imagination. Wow. When we started, when I started this, I thought Figment would be higher. Well. And I'm kind of still surprised. Clearly, clearly you should have put him higher. I did. But explain why he's so low on your list. Well, you'll find out as we go through that there were, I, I, some more classic uh, attraction. Really? Okay. Really? Yeah, I'm More so sorry. classic than yeah, Figment. yeah. There's a few. Dig in yourself there. out of this hole, dude. Oh, I don't have to. Here, here's the thing. I absolutely love Figment and One Little Spark, one of my favorite songs of all time. And like, I love Journey to Imagination. I dig it. I did not experience the the one that everyone loved and now hate this one. I know um, you probably did, of course. But um, I did the White Room. That the that was amazing. So what I'm looking at too is when I started doing this, I was like, okay, when I take it from an attraction standpoint, I love Figment, I love that song, but there's other other aspects of the other seven that I like better. It was a hard thing for me to put Figment right. as low well, as it did, and I feel bad. Now. Well, we'll we'll talk about him a little later on my list. Yeah, we'll talk about him, but I I love that little dragon. So, um, big fan. All right. Um, so that is my Figment, number eight. Figment is your number. Eight. Figment is my what number eight. Seven? What's your number seven? Oh, you want to go with my seven first? Sure, we can do that. Yeah. So my, yeah, just yes. for the heck of it. So my seven is actually the 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 bell hops at the Tower of Terror. Oh. Um, okay. Because if you good if choice. you get a good one, if you get a good one, if you get TJ, right. You're, you're golden. And we've been very lucky to, to always have really good bellhops. And I think they really do add something to the experience of that haunted hotel. And, um, and I think they're a make or break type situation because if you get a good one, it's amazing. And if you get, you you don't get one that's as into it, you know what I mean? The attraction is still good, but you know, they can play hand to hand. So, um, 
Yeah, I have the bellhops from the Tower of Terror because well, man, I I applaud that choice. I have something in my honorable mention that is similar, and and because I I did struggle with this, I go in my in my assessment of this challenge, I was like, well, they're they're not actually a character that was created for the attraction enhance the attraction sure but i still give you credit for placing them on your list well here and here's how i do it too because for me and i think we've talked about this on our fuse episode like last year at some point which i should i should re-air that at some point because that's a good one um i think that that ride is not just when you get into the elevator. I think that boiler room is part of it. And while that can be argued that that is the cue. So therefore, since that is where they are, they are part of that attraction. That was my reason. I am am not trying to poo-poo your bellhops. I'm not. Okay. I'm just saying I sort of ruled them out based on my own assessment of the challenge. And that's fine. That makes sense. I was just letting you know where I was coming from on the bellhop. And and I applaud you because you're right. When you get a good bellhop that is like so creepy AF as those like doors shut and he's like, you know, see you in the lobby or going down. I know, right? Yeah, totally. All right, you probably want to know my number seven after all. I do. I'm kind of curious about your number seven. Well, and I go, I'm not even sure you will understand this. Again, it's sort of a pair because I they're kind of inseparable. Okay. But if I said to you, sir, would you know who that was? I'm not sure I would. All right. Is it something that exists anymore? It does not. Does not exist anymore. Sir, first of all, was voiced by the Tim Curry. Ooh, which made him amazing. Uh, now, do you know what attraction he was in? I'm not sure I do, actually, but I'm, I'm right. excited he, to find out. Well, he was in Alien Encounter. Oh, okay, okay. Alien, so Sir, yes. and Sir, Sir stood for Simulated Intelligence Robotics. Okay. And he was just an evil AF uh smarmy robot and he worked he worked for xs tech xs tech get it uh-huh. they they were excessive <laughs> but it was x and s xs tech and and the reason i the reason i said he was paired with somebody was skippy because skippy was the happy go lucky little alien in the in the chamber that they uh-huh. were trying to transport and when they tried to transport him because excess tech was clearly, clearly trying to like pull off technology it had not mastered and was dangerous. So when they tried to, uh, when they tried to transport Skippy from one tube to another, they uh-huh. singed him and made him evil. Basically, not, it was not. Ha- it was not a happy thing. There's a reason <laughs> this attraction no longer exists. And it's because it was disturbing. Not only not only was blood spattered on you as 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 a member of the of the audience, but but it was it was a creepy pre-show too. But that is why I am including Sir and Skippy. Okay, I like it. I like it. Well, what's your number what? six? Why don't you go to your number what? six then? Wait, wait. Did you do a seven? Yeah, seven was the bellhops. Yeah. Oh, right, the bellhops. Okay. My six, again, it's the, I mean, I sort of did, but it's because you can't separate these. It is, Uh it is a, uh, it is a quartet. If I, if I told you it was a quartet, would you be able to guess who it might be? The, the singing bus? No, but that is a very good guess. And they almost made my list. No, it (laughs) is, it is actually our hosts for the Tiki Room. Oh, sure. That's another good quartet. Sure. Right. Michael, Jose, Pierre, and Fritz. 
That that almost made my list. Those guys almost made my list. They did not. But but do do tell. Okay. Do tell. I just I I mean clearly it's like without the tiki room we would have no shaman in the Seinfeld of Pandora, <laughs> the Navi River Journey. It's like you know there it's like without those without that attraction nothing else in the in the audio animatronic universe would exist. And mm-hmm. they're just, they're just charming. I mean, are they, are they stereotypical? Ab- absolutely. It's like, you've got a, a, a British slash American, you've got a German and a, a Frenchman and, uh, and uh, I, I assume Mexican or Spanish. So are they, yes. Are, are the accents offensive? Yeah, kind of, but still, <laughs> but still, that was the 60s. We've learned a lot since then. So, right, right. So that's my number six slot are the oh. four are the four hosts of the Tiki Room. Great. Coming in at number six in my list is actually Br'er Rabbit from Splash oh. Mountain. Now, well, OK, justify. Because yeah, I would so- say he was not just an attraction character. I know. Okay. So this was the other one that I have a question about because I understand that he wasn't just an attraction character. The problem, I, the, I only knew him as an attraction character. Um, okay. Fair. Okay. Fair. And I also, Very fair. I also, you know, taking the song of the South aspect out of everything. I did not which, know which is a good which is a good choice these days. It is a good choice. But in my defense, because I know that I could get canceled for even picking this at this point, but uh, I did not know anything about that. And so taking that out of this equation and just about what the ride was about, um, yes, and just all of the things that Br'er Rabbit kind of like sends into motion, I always really appreciated that. Um, and just as a a lovable mischievous character i always dug Br'er rabbit and you know splash mountain was wonderful and i'm so excited about tiana's of course yes um but when i think of things that i absolutely love from disney that's one of them and that character is one it's but you know the iconic splash mountain sign with Br'er rabbit on it is awesome and yes you will get wet. Just in case yes. you didn't know, you right. will get wet. <laughs> and zippity doo dah, great tune. So, um, yeah, I'm going with Br'er Rabbit. Um, is my number six, which I was All surprised, right. but the more I thought about it, the more I could not leave that character off. All right, all right. My number five is probably my last throwback to something you might never have heard of. I'm pretty sure my top four will maybe overlap with you, at least a little bit, at least I two know. or three of them. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh. Absolutely. But my number five, and I'll be interested if you know even who this is, the timekeeper. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. Because because who voiced the timekeeper? Um, I don't know that I'd know that right off the top of my head, but I know really because he's kind of a famous guy, and and honestly, the 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 audio animatronic was very close. It's Robin. Oh, sure. Because uh, well, and I I went down a bit of a rabbit hole when I went back to research him because I was pretty sure that the first time I saw the audio animatronic was in Paris when I went with my dad, like Uh when it was still Euro Disneyland. And I was correct because that is the first place that it opened. It actually played in three different parks around the world. And that was the first one. Yeah, Uh, If I'm, this is the, um, because this was like the, the, what do they call that? Like a, uh, something vision. Uh, well, one of the incarnations was the visionarium. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, because it, it, 
but although I, at least in my research, the Visionarium was the version that played in Tokyo. Um, Cause I'm trying to remember it. It was the last thing that was in the show building where Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor now is. Okay. Because it okay. was a circle vision, which yeah, from the yeah, time I was vision. a small Yes, circle vision. That's the was word circle vision. But, yeah. uh, but uh, it was, it, the film was created for Paris because it involved several European like Jules Verne and um, right. And I'm trying to remember who else, but but it was sort of European centric. But Robin Williams voiced the timekeeper, and it, and when you when you Google that and look at the image, it's like, well, it's clearly like Robin Williams is an animatronic. It's really cool. Like, and he crazy. was. Because it was like an animatronic, like a robot animatronic type thing, right? Am I thinking of the wrong right, thing? Right, sort of like a bare bones animatronic. I mean, it was sort of like the skeletal animatronic, but but the jaw and the face and the hair were like, oh my God, that's Robin Williams. So, yes. Yeah, that's something I need to, lo- I need to look and research that a little bit. Because I, I know of that character and I know a little bit about that show, but I bet there's stuff out there video wise because it's it yes. stopped i mean the last like 30 years right like it it was around in the early 2000s right yes yeah okay. i'm trying to remember yes it was the early 2000s when it went away and got replaced by laugh floor okay but yes I'll- go down that rabbit hole sir I have so many, you know what? I literally do though. After you and I talk, I usually do go down a rabbit mm-hmm. hole. And then Savannah's like, what are you doing? It's 2 a.m. And I was I'm like, sorry. I have to you, learn you, everything about this. Yeah, you really should go to sleep after this and and like look for the others tomorrow. All right, yeah, so did you do your number five? No, I have not, but I can if you'd like me to. Well, I think I think that listeners appreciate yes. it. So my number five is that is the other quartet uh, are the singing bus. Yeah, mansion. I'm, I'm glad you included them because I felt guilty that I hadn't. Yeah, I you know when I think of Disney and obviously anybody that listens to this podcast knows that we absolutely love the haunted mansion, and um, you know Grim Grinning Ghost is just a wonderful tune, and that's one of the you know one of your last images as you leave that attraction. And Mm -hmm. for me, like those dudes are killing it. I love them. And that song and the, they're just, they're wonderful. And I smile when I hear the song, I smile when I see them. And it's just like a nice nostalgic thing that of course I have to have the singing bus in, you know, on my list. And if they don't appear in the new film, then I will riot. Well, I, that's, that's I was just about to say that because I go at least they did include them in the Eddie Murphy version. Yeah, which I'll go on record as saying I actually kind of like that version. I wasn't well, a big it, hater. Yeah, I just I go, I go. Okay, I'm all about Jamie Lee Curtis playing Madame Leota, but I go, you better have a nod to the busts. You just, yes. you just, you just have to. But it's I think important. I think Disney knows that. They're like, we, we got to give some nods here to the classics. Absolutely. So that is my number five, the singing busts. Good choice. All right. I, I'm pretty, I, I don't know. I'll be interested to see how our top four overlap. My, my number four is the ghost host. Okay. I have that in a minute. Yes. Okay. All right. I, but clearly, I, so iconic. Absolutely. And Absolutely. And, and we never see him. I know, but you don't need to. ever see him. We have no idea. But yeah. that voice is unmistakable. You know what I mean? You hear it. Right. And and he truly like guides us through the mansion. So so and and in my book, that's pretty impressive. Someone we never see but makes number four on the list. Mm-hmm. You're, you're doing something right, Ghost Host. It's because Paul Fries is a genius. Um, well, what's your number four? So my number four, and I cheated a little bit on this was the, all of the pirates 
in Pirates of the Caribbean because I couldn't pick one. I really just any of those characters. I just couldn't pick one. So I just put them all in there because all of them are so memorable and they're all just distinctly like interesting. All right. Um, But if you if you had to pick your favorite pirate, who would it be? Oh, okay, okay. Honestly, you know which one it would be? It would be the one um, trying to get the dog to give them the keys with Uh, the boat outside the, I think that might be Well, the whole trio or just one in particular? Um, I think the one that's specifically trying to to get him, but but also, you know, the other one that's... the other part that that's funny to me is the one, the skeleton one that's just on the beach. <laughs> oh, that one well, too. Um, wow. he he literally does nothing to earn your I know your praise. He just lays there. And I mean, the Johnny Depp like a, animatronics really impressive too. Honestly, um, that's wonderful. But yeah, I just I couldn't pick one, so like they're all in there because I love pirates. Oh, love pirates, adore it. I, and, so and and I love I love you including them all in your number four yes <laughs> well you know my why not my only pirate my only because i do i the pirates are great my only pirate character comes in at number three okay but it is old school red i mean oh new, sure new red yeah good for you we're we're now pc i i get that that's important but but my number three is we wants the redhead. You know what? But I I I applaud that choice. Actually, I do. Well, if we're gonna get canceled for something, this will well, be we, that. We've mentioned that and Splash Mountain at this point. So yeah. <laughs> we're on a roll. Yeah. So let's uh, let's maybe when you maybe when you post the graphic, just put a black canceled like square across it and yeah. just go. <laughs> We'll just let everybody cancels right Canceled. away. Um, but no, it's like good old old school red. We wants the redhead. I mean that that hat, that dress. God bless her. She yeah. is a classic. That's a good one. That's a good one. Well, so you and I just had very similar thoughts about three and four because my number three is the ghost host from okay. the haunted mansion. Um, as for all the reasons Fair. we said. Um, Paul Frees' voice is just so good and it's so ominous yet kind of inviting, which is I, you know, that's the idea. And yes. um, so yeah, my number three is the ghost host from the haunted mansion. What's your number two, sir? Well, my number two, again, sort of cheaty, but it's the hitchhiking ghosts. That's a great answer. Are they on your list? They are not. Wow. They should have been. I'm surprised that they're not. I'm well, a little you you had all the pirates on your list, so <laughs> I so I, I put three ghosts. Do do you know their names? Part of the reason I know this is because two of them are the two characters in the entire Disney Magic Kingdom's like game that is like Farmville but Disney. They're the oh, only yeah. two characters I don't have. Is two so, of the hitchhiking ghosts, but they do list I, their names. And I and do know two. I know two of the three, but the third one I'm, I cannot remember. Okay, because um, it's Ezra, right? Is one of them, right? Right. And which one is he? Ezra, he's the taller one, right? Yeah, Maybe? the tall, the tall okay. skeletal. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now Phineas is the, the 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 little the one with the top hat, right? The the like yes, the, the, the one more top portly hat. one. Yes, yeah. The other one, the one that looks like a little gnome with the beard, I cannot. Right, that's got the that's got the ball and chain on his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The prisoner fella. What is his name? Do you? Gus. 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 Okay. Phineas, Ezra, Phineas, and Gus. Okay. Okay. So, so my number two is the the trio, the hiking ghosts. I love that. That's a great. And that was your number two. That was my two. What's your two? So my two is actually Madame Leota, which I'm guessing comes into yours in a second. Ah, uh, uh, I I should have had her there. Oh my god! She, yeah, she she is she is truly iconic. You don't have Madame Leota on your list at all. No, no. Wow. But that's why we do this show together, so that no. you can lift me up where I fail. 
<laughs> no, I don't think you failed in any way. I did. Uh, I don't have Madame Leota on my list, but but yeah, excellent job. Yeah, I just, you know, especially when you learn about, you know, that it was, it's, you know, an actual, uh, you know, an Imagineer that like, you know, was the right. head model for that. And um, right. And like, then that they brought her daughter in. Right. To, yeah. to do the new version. Yeah. It's just, I just and, go, bravo, Disney. Bravo. And, you know, it's a very, you know, it's still a cool effect. Even when you know how it's done, it's still cool. And, yes. um, you know, uh, yeah. So, Madame Leota, big Well, big again, we, we've talked about it in other episodes because I go, yeah. you know, it, when I was a kid, Leota sat on the table. And the first time that I went back to the mansion after uh-huh. its refurbishment and that ball was floating around in the air, I'm like, wow. Wow, you took something that is iconic and you didn't change it from what it was. You just made it better. And that is the Disney way, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. But I'm kind of curious, what is in your number one slot then? Well, I sort of of alluded to the fact that it was higher on my list. It's Figment. Oh, sure. You know what? And see, this yeah, is yeah. when you're going to school me and how I was wrong for putting him so low. <laughs> no, no, not wrong. I just go, he is, well, first of all, if your popcorn bucket sells out that fast and has lines like two hours long, you are a classic, sir. Yes. So, so you know, I, I just, and the original attraction was, was so wonderful. I, I mean, and just the idea. Of you know we're we're creating this pavilion that pays homage to imagination, which you know is something yeah. that the entire Disney organization is just that's an anchor. It's it's half of Imagineer, and you know so you've created this character that's got you know little wings and horns and is kind of a dragon and you know just just this really great new character that became so inseparable from the idea of Epcot. And then you sort of like tried to take him away and the fans rioted and it was like, what do you know? Yeah. It's, it's like he, Figment was forever be linked to imagination, you know, and they went, Oh, 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 we're sorry. Here, here, here's your, here's your little purple dragon back. But I mean, even the fact that now he is going to become a meet and greet. I know that's in the, in the months ahead. It's like, I, so in terms for me personally, a, a character that was created for an attraction that has, that has lived on and, and just blossomed beyond the original incarnation to me it's figment that's a really good answer and that's so well what's your number one so my number one is actually uh progress dad john from carousel of progress okay um well, not surprising yeah yeah nope as i you know i i do listen to the audio or like i'll have the youtube you know 4k video playing on my desk at least once a week and listen to the whole thing there's something I think, you know, part of it is it's linked to Walt Disney and, you know, directly. And there's something really cool and innovative about just how it's done with, the, you know, the the audience going around the action like that. I think that's so cool. And I just dig like the amount of detail that the Imagineers put into that attraction from scene to scene is insane. And I absolutely love it. And I know that my wife and my daughter will go on it because they love me and they need a brief little nap and they know that it's very important to me. And Um, and when you're gone someday, they will go sit in that attraction and nap and remember you. Exactly. So, you know, for me, you know, Haunted Mansion is my absolute favorite attraction, of course, but there's something so 
indelible about the Carousel of Progress for me. And that, you know, Gene Shepard's voice is like so chill. And um, yeah, so Carousel of Progress. So, so is he his own son as we go through? I mean, well, there's if, lots of there's lots of timing questions and plot holes. Right. I'm like, I go, please explain to me. Is it's like the boy in the first scene is like now the guy in the twenties who then becomes the kid who then grows up and is in the forties, or you can explain that to me at some point. Yeah. Oh, the thing is, like, there are definite things where you're like, hmm, all right. Uh, right. But at the end of the day, like, I just am in love with that attraction. And um, I just feel very fortunate to be alive on this planet where when it exists. So right. that is well, my number one. And, and well done. And, and so I go, you know... I we I, I don't feel like we could have had or would have had this discussion about other other brilliant entertainment empires mm-hmm. like the one down the road, i.e. Universal. It's like, well, sure. what what are their attraction characters that were invented for attractions? And I go, I, I don't I don't, I can't name you one. They're all just the IP. Right. They're the IP characters, but it's like, you know, me through the years has created, oh, oh, we still have our honorable mentions of which oh, yeah. I have a few. Which, I do too. What are, here, I'll run down mine real fast for okay. you. Cause I, I only have four. Me too. One does, one does not count because it, it comes from another source, but one is Rod Serling from the Tower of Terror, which I know is not oh. created for the attraction, so technically it does not count. However, it is such but an still, important still, a nice part nod. A nod that they included yes. him and worked so hard to find that perfect piece of video. Yeah, so yeah. that is one of mine. And the other one, uh, I've my other three are Big Al from Country Bears. Aww. Um, yes. Because why not? Um, I, you know, weirdest attraction I've ever seen in my life, but I love those characters. Um, and then Grant Seeker from Dinosaur. Oh, I, I do like Grant. Yes. Grant Seeker. Love me some Grant Seeker. And yep. also the Yeti from Everest is my fourth one. Wow. That's, so those- yeah. Good ones, none none of them on my honorable mentions. No? All right. No. Well, okay, so my first honorable mention is uh, a character that we don't see in the United States and I someday truly want to visit is Albert the Monkey at Mystic Manor. Oh, sure, yes. Because he just seems to be incorrigible, as they say. Oh, absolutely. Um. Uh, next, and this, this goes to your, uh, your bellhops at the, at the Tower of Terror. I Uh said the Jungle Cruise Skippers. Oh, that's a good one too. Yeah. I go, not, not necessarily a character singular that was created for an attraction, but so, so indelible and you know you get a good skipper that that memory stays with you for life so the jungle cruise skippers uh the other one is just a voiceover but i think deserves honorable mention status is that prospector on big thunder mountain who oh, reminds yeah. us that it's the wildest ride in the wilderness ah oh, that's another good yeah that's another good one it's the wildest Odd in the wilderness. Um, oh, and my last one is a, is a new addition, which is why I put him on honorable mention or her. I'm not sure because uh, it's a new attraction. But I was like, huh, does this character have a name? And and uh, if I said to you, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, what character comes to mind? The 
was created for the attraction. Can you think of one? No, not okay. off the top of my head. I'm wrecking. The, the, the bird that like sits up there in the like oh, little barn yeah. window. Is your, yeah. Do you know yeah, what his yeah. name is or her name is? I don't know the name well, of that. Well, because when no. I first, because I looked it up on the internet, which you can yeah. totally trust. If it's on the internet, it must be true. <laughs> right. But apparently, because I looked at it and I was like, well, okay, the, the bird is kind of round. I thought the bird's name was Chubby, but it's not. It's Chuby because it's C-H-U-U-B-Y. Chuby. Chuby, okay. But I go, okay, because that, that, so that gets an honorable mention as a new attraction with, with a, a character that was created just for the attraction that I, I, I think, I think, I mean, truly, Chuby is no orange bird, but I feel like it, part of that family. Yeah. That's a really good one. I did not know that bird's name was that. I guess I... I, I, I would not have even... known if I did not look it up on the internets. Yeah, I guess I just never thought to like look it up. Interesting. Well, also, how I found out that the monkey at the Mystic Manor was Albert. I knew that because I did watch something on that recently because I was super curious about it. But um, that's interesting. What else? Was that all your honorable mentions? Yeah, those are it. You know, this was fun. I enjoyed this conversation, actually, because as I said before, I always end up learning something new and like have a new thing to learn. Because like one of my goals this year has been to learn kind of one new thing about Disney like once a week, which doesn't always happen, but I try to at least like learn something. Um, and you've given me a handful of things to learn. So that's great. Well, I love that. Go dive down those rabbit holes and uh, yeah, pull up a YouTube of kitchen cabaret, especially ham and eggs. Cause dude, it's us. Ham and eggs. I'm going to look it yeah. up. Yeah, Ham and eggs. And it's, I, cause when I went to write it down, I was like, <clears throat> I think it's spelled H-A-M-M and E-G-G-Z, and I was correct. Ham and eggs. All right. Ham and eggs. All right. Well, sir, if somebody wanted to It was to go really visit, cool, and I remember this. It's like when they yeah. would appear in their frying pan, they like <laughs> shot steam up around the edge, so you like didn't uh-huh. necessarily see them, the audio, the animatronic rising out of the floor. Totally cool. Oh, I love that. You'll have to go check that out. I'm well, not sure somebody... which. Well, what... Ham Ham was the straight man and Eggs was kind of the, the, the you know, the punchline guy. Uh-huh. So I don't, I don't know. I think maybe you're Ham and I'm Eggs. But I think it depends on the it moment. It depends on the episode. It does. It does. Well, I'll tell you uh, what, if. If somebody wanted to go visit some of these attraction characters, I bet, I, I bet they could book a trip through you, Mr. McCall. I bet they could. And I would love to help them, you know, go see the the site of of Soren now that used to be Kitchen Cabaret and Food Rocks, where Tone Loke provided the voice of Food Rapper. That's amazing. But yes. Yeah. Look me up. Uh, Briar and Main Travel Boutique.com is our agency website. You can find me there, forward slash Sean, the Irish way, S E A N, or email me, Sean at Briar and I'm on Instagram with Hurry Back to Sean, honoring my Haunted Mansion obsession. Um, Facebook, Sean at Briar and Main, um, or give me a call. Uh, my number's out there. You know, I would love to help people plan a trip. And if they're in the Quad Cities looking for some fun stuff to do, what's going on in your neck of the woods? Oh, you know, you can find me at uh, the Mockingbird on Main, which is the theater that me and Savannah run in downtown Davenport. And you can look us up by uh, themockingbirdonmain.com or looking up us on social media at the Mockingbird on Main. Uh, you know, if you flip on your television, I'm, I can be seen on there as well. And, uh, 
you know, we're just around creating things and creating art and doing fun things. And, and uh, you know, obviously you can listen to me and Sean every week on this podcast and you can find him on his socials. He does, you know, all kinds of stuff on his as well. And, and, if, we'll be... and if you enjoy this podcast, tell your friends, please. Yes, please. Get share them listening. Yeah. I, I, had, I had someone text me today because they had gotten into a very vocal discussion with a fellow family member as we broke down the packets for March Madness oh. and and were, <laughs> were very decisive in the Cinderella versus Olaf discussion. Oh, good. I'm glad that 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 we're bringing bringing it into the homes of, yep. of people across the nation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we, man. We, a, we we stimulate family conversation is what we and do. That, and that's what we're about. And conflict. Yep. You know, we're, we're all about those things. <laughs> well, oh. sir, it's always a pleasure to speak with you. And uh, indeed, likewise. Yeah, th- and thank you all for listening. This is so great. We love doing this. So thank you for, for making it worthwhile. And uh, we will see you real, real soon. soon. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing.